Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. Oh, Justin, I forgot to tell you uh, that another chair broke while uh, <laughs> you weren't here one time. Okay, we'll stop leaning back. Jeff and Chris uh, were in here, and we were like photoshopping a business card. That sounds productive. Yeah, and uh, Jeff was laughing, and he leaned back just a little bit, and dude, it happened just like it did whenever we recorded the, the Patrick Casey <laughs> episode, where it was in, like in slow motion. And then he just ate it on the floor. Where did you get these chairs from? I think they're cheap IKEA ones. They're my roommates. And then my roommate texted me, "Really, man? Another broken chair?" <laughs> After it happened, because I set it outside on my porch. I'm like, "Dang it!" Oh, so these aren't your chairs? They're not mine, and we've broken the back of I. My friends have broken the back of three of them now. Steve Hernandez, what from whenever I was doing my uh, my porch <laughs> mic outside, uh, and he's a big dude, so I just figured that you know, like. That just happened. Yeah. But then Justin did it, and I'm like, well, Justin's not a big dude. And then Jeff did it, and I'm like, well, Jeff's not a very big guy. These chairs suck. Yeah. Are you going to have to pay for them? No. (laughs) I don't have the money to pay for them, Yeah, it's just, they're just broken chairs. Yeah, it's broken chairs. But that's like the only one with a back now that you're sitting on. All right, I'm not going to lean on it. Won't use it. I mean, you can sit normally in it, but I just don't think that it can handle much of uh, back weight. All right, <laughs> on it. So stop leaning on it. I got it. What's up, builders? What's up, building did, did we, years? Did we check the Gmail? We always forget to do that. Uh, I can check it now. I mean, I'm not very optimistic to to see if there's. Did any... we get any comments? Um, not to my knowledge. Uh, All right, guys. I haven't seen any stiffness this week? I haven't seen any comments lately. So, uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, well, this was a little while ago. Daniel David Rodriguez says, "What's up?" Uh, episode 85. So what's up, dude? What's up, dude? Shout out to Daniel David Rodriguez. Uh, How uh, old is he? Full grown man. He looks... Oh, yeah. Oh, he liked uh, our episode. He shared our episode 52, the Amanda Bynes episode. Um, oh, he will like that one. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, cool, he's dude. wearing a 49ers shirt, so congrats to uh, the 49ers. Oh, <laughs> 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 did they play the Panthers? <clears throat> they did play the Panthers. Well, is, isn't that Justin's team? <laughs> I think that's Justin Alexio's they team. The shit out of us. But I can't talk much. I'm a Chiefs guy, and we all know what happened to the Chiefs. <laughs> so, that was hilarious, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> just all of our guys getting injured, and oh, man, it was, a, it was hilarious. Well, that's good. Uh, while you look at the email, I'll just tell you. Do... Oh, no. This is no. Mine. All right. Uh, so I just got back from Phoenix. Saw my mom retire from the military. All right. Tell us about that Phoenix it, trip, man. It was, uh, I was only there for 36 hours because I literally just had to go. I didn't, you know. But it was weird because uh, it was all my mom's military friends. My mom's been military for 27 years. and uh, Dude, that's, wow. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And so they, I could tell that. Some of them were judging me because I come in with these blue glasses and hair that's not cut or combed. Uh, and they were like, ugh. And then I kept getting introduced as the guy from California. Uh, so that was, it was weird. Uh, I mean, that's how my mom always introduces. This is my son from California. And she always. Like just she, to justify why I look the way I look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, we actually got a, a really nice one. Um, 
Oh, cool. Okay, this is from um, uh, Matthew Stetler. Uh, I think he commented on a different podcast. Uh, he's he's we've given shout out to him. He said, "Love your show. Please talk your best and or worst child or high school memory. Best or worst child high school memory." I could probably tell you one of each. Uh, but keep well, we'll we'll get back to that. Sorry, but uh, yeah, keep going. All with, right, uh, so. Don't worry, Matthew. We're going to get to your email after this. Yeah, in just a second. But we'll have uh, Justin finish his uh, story about Phoenix. So anyway, so I get there. It's fine. Um, what You know, it was, it was cool. But what was eventful was on the way back. Okay. <laughs> so before I left, I ate all this bad Mexican food. <laughs> How long is the car ride back? Well, here's the thing is I didn't want to put all those miles on my car. So I took a bus out there because uh, I don't trust my car. So I was on a Greyhound bus. Oh, you were? Yeah. You rode Greyhound? Yeah. Okay. I sometimes go Greyhound. I don't like it because I hate that company. Anyways, so it's like a seven-hour ride. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my stomach is, uh, you know, not going well. I'm producing smells that uh, are not the best. And there was these people on there. Like, it was bad. Like, I filled up the whole bus, uh, and everyone started coughing and like. <laughs> Dude, you almost cleared out a whole Greyhound bus. But no one could go anywhere because we're driving. How 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 often? Like per minute? How many farts? Dude, per it minute? was bad. I was like, how many FPMs are we talking about here? <laughs> I'm talking like probably the whole trip, probably like thirty, forty, fifty. It was a lot. Oh my goodness, dude! And so everyone's coughing. I heard I made a kid cry. Um, she's like, yeah. Nasty, and then <laughs> there's these black Did people. They know it was you, no, because there's so many people. I was just like, I was trying to figure out You're who like, it is. I will let somebody else take the fall for this. <laughs> and I just hear these um black people. This guy in the back is like, uh. Who did this? Oh, this is rancid. This is disrespectful. <laughs> Dude, they have the best reactions to stuff. Oh, my God. Cover that baby's mouth. Dude, love it. So, yeah. So, uh, I didn't I didn't reveal myself. So, then I got back, and uh, now I'm back in L.A., guys. What up? Did you, Was it a good, I mean, good trip overall for the most part, though? Dude, you know what was weird is uh, we have sunsets. Arizona's famous for our sunsets because of the mountains and the high clouds. So sure. So different oranges and reds. And uh, there was this moment I was looking out, and I was like, you know what? I should, I, sh- I should try and be closer to my family. Family and friends is what it's mostly about. Like, yeah, you want to do good in their career, but I don't want to do it at the neglect of my friends or family. That's what I decided. I want to keep balance. All right. I mean, that's a good, that's definitely a good New Year's resolution. Yeah. So, I mean, my little brother was telling me, my little sister is crazy. She's in sixth grade now. She's telling me about their first middle school dance. I was like, I remember those days. Wow. Uh, my dad is pretty, uh, pretty vulgar. So I remember my first dance, seventh grade dance. He told me, he's like, hey, I know they make you keep three feet apart when you put your hands on the hips, but uh, that's when you stick your thumbs up and you try to get some feel skis. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was uh, it was weird. All right. So uh, yeah, it was a good trip, man. How was uh, how was your? Sh- oh, we should get to the emails first. Oh uh, yeah, well, here. just to, to yeah, so to quit teasing, <laughs> Matthew. Yeah. All right, Matthew. Uh, so uh, I guess I'll start with uh, this is what I can't remember if I've I've talked about this on another podcast or not. Um, but I don't know if you how many. I forget how many you've listened to. So I'm going to tell this one because this is one. This is in my top five of high school memories. Uh, so I was voted um, number one fan of the football team my senior year in high school. 
like wait, I, weren't you on the football team my junior year and then <laughs> i decided i need to shelf this and, and then i became the number one fan <laughs> oh, my senior year oh my god that's the so, worst so it was funny because the head coach saw me on the football field the year before and then he would see me in the stands and he'd just shake his head and just be like this is so weird <laughs> like i was like a weird ex-girlfriend that was oh. like kept showing up why but, did you quit Oh, I, dude, no talent. <laughs> like, like I, I've always been real. Of course, of course, no I mean, talent. I mean, I've always been real, but like the the dudes who had, were playing, they've been playing since they were little kids. I, I mean, I've been playing soccer and basketball since I was little, so I knew that those were my sports. But football, dude, no, nah. you can't start. No, you can't start football in eighth grade and then jump and then do one more year your eleventh grade and then expect to be any good those yeah. were the two years i played football eighth and 11th grade yeah now you messed up so uh there's this one game uh this is how i dressed up um it's super cold in in kansas it gets very cold of the football games like in the fall and the winter and uh, uh i always wore shorty shorts um and then i wore like a, a bow tie and like uh, cufflinks. you were that high so i was guy. like i was like uh i kind of dressed like party like the the, the chris Pontius like party boy from jackass <laughs> i kind of dressed like that and then i'd wear like maybe like a beanie and then i'd like put like uh face paint on a lot of times i'd dress up as like different things uh but a lot of times i'd put like some kind of face paint on now were you doing this for actual spirit of the football team were you doing this because you like to look weird in front of your friends I mean, probably both, realistically. <laughs> and I've always just liked to dress up. Any excuse, any excuse to dress up, I'm always like, oh, all right, I'm I gotta in. Take this. All right, let's do this. Uh, so at one of the football games, uh, I had this uh, this drum. I had this little drum and a drumstick that I would that I was I would hit the drum and get people going. It was, it was, it was pretty much a glorified coffee can with like uh, like some kind of like. Um, skin over it to make it like sound more like a drum whatever but i was giving it and so i'd be hitting the drum to get people going I'm like yeah come on and i always always be towards the front of the crowd get the crowd going and all that stuff so i was like kind of crowd warm-up guy and uh there's this hot girl that is uh that is standing at the fence and uh they're like kind of she's like with a group of hot girls um and they're like they're like looking at me and like they're they're like talking to each other and they're kind of laughing and stuff because they see my little short shorts, and uh, I look back at my friends in the crowd and I smile and they like all give me the nod and I put my leg up like on the fence like as high as I go and then like so like my crotch is like like they can you know totally see my crotch and I'm just like inching towards them like closer and closer with my leg up on this fence and I'm beating my drum. And the entire crowd starts chanting, Jeremiah, ta, 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 Jeremiah, dude. And it was like several hundred people screaming my name. And like these girls are laughing and stuff. And like all these people are cheering. Uh, for his, They're like, give him a kiss. Give him a kiss. Nice. And all this stuff. And they didn't. But it was just like, <laughs> but the, the support from the crowd that night, it was just like electric. To get on and top it was of just, this girl. And I was just making like all the, I was making just like hundreds of people laugh with like these little short shorts and like this little stupid drum that I was beating <laughs> and me hitting on these girls that are way out of my league. And uh, it was awesome. I was, just and, making, and, I was just making everybody laugh and feel good. And that's when you were like, I should become a comedian. Oh, I, I wanted to before that, but I was like, oh, this is happening. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. So there there you go, Matthew. All right. That's good. Uh, one of my favorites, I, uh, let's see here. There's so many. I'm like all these high school memories coming back to me. Um, 
All right, so I was, as I think I've said before on this podcast, I was the captain of my football team. Which I, I'm always surprised <laughs> to hear that. So my, my high – football is very big in Arizona. Uh, and so we had the news come out uh, for one of our games. The local news would come out, Fox 10. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so they were doing – they were at our school, and uh, they were like, you know – doing an interview of the school and i was interviewed on tv because I, w- I would get interviews from like the newspaper a lot sure uh and then this one was on tv now the day before my dad is very like i don't want to pay for anything i don't have to um <clears throat> he's like if you want it you should pay for it and his thing was like if you want haircuts you should pay for it uh but i was playing football so i didn't have a job so he was like i'm gonna cut your hair for you <laughs> so he cut my hair it was the worst hair like it was comical how bad it was uh, but I couldn't, he's like, he's like, no, it's good. Like there was patches, like legitimate patches. So I did this interview on TV and everyone in my high school could not stop talking about my haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I was known as, <laughs> uh, they, they came up with some really mean names. Like, uh, it was mostly like, fuck your haircut. That was thrown a lot at me. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> that's so weird. And then, so once I football was over, I decided to become spirit man like you, Jeremiah. Sure. So there was this one time where I was like, you know, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the mascot at a basketball game. I'm gonna get in the tiger suit. Oh man. And uh, go crazy. So I I got in the tiger suit, and I don't know if you know this, when you're in full costume trying to do acrobats and stuff, it gets tiring. Of course, because and, uh, it's so heavy. <laughs> and I didn't know that, and I was, and I didn't have water in there. So I went, I tried to make it the whole game, and then uh, I passed out in the tiger suit in front of everybody. Whoa. <laughs> like, I, I woke up, and they have the tiger head off of me, and I remember they're like, you okay, you okay? And then there's this kid like, that's not a real tiger. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so your mascot was a tiger? Yeah, we were white tigers. Oh, you are the white tigers. We were the, we were just normal tigers. Oh, the brown tigers? I mean, <laughs> no, nobody <laughs> names their team the brown tigers. Or orange tigers, that's funny. Oh, high school is a good time. Remember how carefree that was? How much more rich I was in high school? Oh, man, Justin and I were balling in, college, uh, in uh, high school. When in you, you don't have rent, you don't have to pay for your cell phone. It's pretty dope. Uh, yeah, so uh, do you don't have a worst memory? Uh, worst memory. Oh. Mm. A pretty good, a pretty good high school. I'm trying to think of a worst memory, though. I, eh, not off the top of my head. Do you have a, a worst one? I'll try to think of one. If you if you have one, that I'll try to think of one. Well, if you happen to have one, uh, my worst memory. Well, this was more. This was in high school. This was uh, in more. Oh, I got one. But keep okay, going. no, go ahead. Because I don't have one. I was oh, trying to think of oh, one. Okay, this is my my worst. Uh, uh, memory and this is another story i don't i think i've talked about how uh anyway i'll just do it real quick um my worst memory in high school but this ended up helping dramatically and this is why i always go back to the story is uh sophomore year of high school i uh tried out or sorry junior year excuse me junior year of high school tried out for the basketball team i was on it the last year okay. as a sophomore uh, I tried out and uh, I got cut, and that was like a huge deal. Because you're a basketball guy. Because I was a basketball guy. The the, per, the main thing why it was such a huge deal to me too was uh, the the head coach of the team who cut me, who looked at me in the eye and cut me. <laughs> I had to see every day for the rest of the year in my anatomy and physiology class. He was the teacher. 
Oh. And I was on my best behavior leading up to that class uh, because I wanted to look good in front of him and all that stuff right. as a like a student professional, all that stuff as an athlete, uh, be on time, all that stuff. And then he cut me, and I was so pissed. And that's one of the reasons why uh, I, that's when that was one of the the days I realized I never wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> Up until then, I really wanted to be a doctor. I went and shadowed. I dude, I went and shadowed a pediatrician for career day, oh, and wow. I did all this stuff. And, and I'm you're like, like, this is for me. Yeah, I said I, I like what growing up I was like, oh, I either want to be a comedian or a doctor. <laughs> I know it's so it's so dumb looking back at it now, but like I really. I uh, I I think what I liked the the thing reason why I want to be a pediatrician is I want to work with kids. I really just like making little kids laugh. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's what I found out over time because like the the terms and everything and like me actually having like having an effect on whether a kid lives or dies or something like that would not be me. Yeah, that's, that's not what You're I like, want. <laughs> like if if I, if I was doing a Patch Adams type thing, that'd be cool. <laughs> but. uh yeah, so he made me not he he like cemented the reason for me to not become a doctor. And I'm like, oh, I gotta get funny real quick because this basketball thing is not working out. I'm never gonna go to the NBA if I got cut as a junior in high school. Even though Michael Jordan and all that stuff happened, I knew I wasn't Michael Jordan. <laughs> I told you I'm a realist. I know how good I am at stuff. And whenever I got cut, I was like, this is the last straw. I'm put. I'm going all in on comedy. Yeah. So it was good. All right, that's good. So it was the worst, but it ended up transforming into the best thing later. That's awesome. All right, I have my worst story. I'll tell it really quickly. So um, in, uh, I, I just regret this because in my eighth grade, we were really bad kids. We mm-hmm. were all, we've been friends. You know, we grew up K through eight together. So uh, we had this day where this person passed out flyers and was like, hey, like the whole 300 eighth graders like food fight at noon. Uh, so they passed out flyers. Everyone knew as soon as the clock struck noon, everyone's going to have a food fight. So I remember it was like 11.59 and the clock's going around and 11.59 hits, everyone stops talking, like the whole lunchroom. And it was weird because everyone stopped talking and everyone's just looking at the clock. Mm-hmm. And then it gets to 12 and then everyone's looking around. No one throws anything. And then the kid, Alex Mishler, who was the worst kid, he just, <laughs> he threw his chicken nuggets, like he just threw his tray over. And then everyone, like 300 kids, just started having a food fight. Oh, wow. It was nuts. Like, <laughs> so there's like having a food fight. And you know, when you're in eighth grade, you're supposed to be at lunch for 15 minutes and recess for 15 minutes. So this happened like five minutes into lunch. So then everyone just runs outside, uh, which we're not allowed to do. Oh, my and goodness. There's at 300 kids, and we're running to the. Uh, um, the playground, but the playground has the gate locked. Uh, so then there's just 300 kids just banging on the gate. The, oh. pr- the principal's like, someone's going to get hurt. He's rutted. He's like trying to open it as fast as he can. <laughs> he opens it. Uh, and then everyone is just out on the playground. We're like there early. And then people start going, it's our school. <laughs> and so we start running around like we're just kids are swearing. I remember this teacher was putting kids on the wall because that's what you used to get in trouble. Yeah. And uh, turn around to have to put someone else on the wall and the person you put, just put on the wall would run away. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so we were doing that. Um, and then, uh, so then we're all in this big circle. It's like 300. Everyone was in on it. And these two, with this girl who was Mr. Langlois's daughter, which is one of our teachers, she was we're eighth grade. She's like, who wants to see two girls make out? 
and I had never seen this in eighth grade. And everyone's like, she's not going to do it. So then she gets the other girl, uh, Shahila, and they just start making out. Uh, this is all on the same day. So they're just making out. And then. Uh, this is a full blown riot. Dude, yes, it is a full blown riot. And then, so they're making out, and then they both take off their shirts. They're in their bras, out school campus. It oh was, my god! It was total anarchy. And then, like, the whistle blows. Um, <laughs> and uh, then they're like, all right, everyone's got to go in class. And then. This kid's like, we don't have to listen to nobody. And so everyone just sat down in the field for like half an hour and wouldn't go into their class. Uh, it, was, it was, I feel really bad about it like, looking back. Because I remember when I was leaving the cafeteria, the the, the uh, janitor was just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, uh, oh, no. yeah, it was. It they was, didn't make you guys clean? No. Because, like, we. Dude, that's dude, what they should have done. A- after that, we had. It was like prison, like prison lockdown. We had to walk in a single file line to the lunchroom every day. We weren't allowed to talk for our lunch for the rest of the year. It was like a month. And they tried to take Sunsplash away from us, which is like our um, water amusement park. Yeah. But they couldn't take it away because we'd already paid. Yeah. So that we had to go. Oh, man, it was great. Dude. Yeah. So. That's insane. Yeah. That's a pretty great story, though. Yeah. So there's our stories. Uh, but you said you had, you had Ride LA this week, right? Oh, yeah. I want to talk about that. Uh, dude, it was fantastic. I was uh, invited. Uh, Abby Launder, she uh, she put it on. Um, uh, she's like one of the founders, uh, uh, the founder and like the executive producer and all that stuff of Ride LA. She invited my show, uh, Stand Up on the Spot with Jeremiah Watkins or the Improvised Stand Up Show. Uh to uh, you know, uh, do a time slot downtown, and we uh, had ten o'clock on Friday, which is fantastic time slot, and right. uh, there was great turnout. Uh, the comics did really well um, on the lineup. Uh, we had uh, we had uh, Ari Shafir, Eric Andre, Ahmed Barucha, Rob Gleason, Byron Bowers, Chase Bernstein, Hampton Yunt, and Emily Maya Mills. And everybody had great sets, and uh, I mean, there's a couple standout uh, performances. Uh, Eric Andre, I, I just love him. Him as a comedian, he's so good. Uh, and he, what was really cool, and this is the biggest compliment to my show, is whenever comics actually walk away with material from the show. And he talked to me after the show. He's like, "Dude, I'm gonna try a couple of those bits that I came up with tonight uh, and see if they work other places." And I went to two other venues the next night. And he was trying them out on stage on these other shows. Were they the, doing? Were they going? And over they're well? doing pretty well. And I was like, "That's awesome!" So hopefully, he, you know, keeps it in his act. But regardless, it's still cool that he's even testing it. And then, uh, uh, yeah, everybody. It was just like a really good like vibe of the show. People understood it, and the the audience was a bunch of comedy fans, pretty much. Um, so that helps a lot when they kind of get and understand quickly. Because sometimes, whenever I do my set. <laughs> I'm explaining what the show is, and uh, for those of you who don't know what the show is, you uh, my improvised stand-up show, you go up on uh, the comedians go up on stage with no prepared material. You ask the audience for suggestions, and then the audience yells out suggestions, and you have to create stand-up on the spot. So you have to create stand-up right right in front of the audience based on what they're yelling at you. So it's pretty. It can go really yeah. well, or it can go terribly. <laughs> but luckily, everybody did pretty well. And, uh, yeah, it was just cool to be a part of it. There was uh, a lot of comics that I personally am not around because I kind of stick to the club scene. I'm trying to branch out a little bit more and do more alt stuff. But uh, I definitely met uh, some comics that I've been wanting to meet for a while uh, that I think uh, they will are going to do my show in this next year. And uh, it, was a, it was a really good experience. Nice. Yeah, man. Good turnout? 
Good turnout. It was like uh, I think it was like over sixty crammed into this like little bar uh, called the Jalisco. Was all there. of the ride LA at the same venue? No, that's what was very cool about it. Um, like the Jalisco where I, uh, my show was is right next door to the downtown independent theater. And then uh, they also have uh, the five-star hotel, which is on the other side of that. And then um, down the street farther, uh, like around the corner, they have uh, the Lexington hotel, which was another location. And then um, there's a couple other places that I don't recall the names of, but uh, there's like two or three other venues that they had shows at and they had them like different shows going on at the same time. You could basically hop, from show to show because I had like a like a badge basically like a performer badge so I could just check out shows and different stuff like that. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like a good time. Dude, it was great and it was uh I feel like it was good exposure for the show like a lot of people a lot of people who were there had never seen the show before and there was even some comedians who popped in who were just like, "Oh, this is this is a cool show." I was like, "Well, I'd love for you to do it sometime, so let's make it happen." Nice. Look at you networking like a mofo. Uh, dude, the more I do comedy, the more I realize how important it is to not, I mean, I hate the word networking and schmoozing, but it's that you kind of have to do that at a certain point with certain events and stuff like that. Just so, just so people really, uh, can meet you. And I met, uh, one of the power violence guys I had never met. Oh yeah. Whitmer and all them. Uh, yeah. Bud, do you know Bud? Yeah. Yeah. I met him. He's super nice. And, uh, I'm going to go check out one of their shows. some night. Dude, their show see. is, uh, cause they went down for a little bit, but before they went down the show was pop and it was crazy how many people they would get. Yeah. 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 It's like Sunday nights or something mm-hmm. like that at like nine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to check it out sometime. Nice. Well, that's good. I'm glad you had a good week. Yeah, man. Uh, did you have anything else going on, uh, your week that, uh, uh, I just, <laughs> I just had a couple, uh, weird commercial auditions. Oh yeah. Uh, I Dude, just, you're getting sent out though. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's just, I'm just, I don't know. Like every come for these commercial, they're like 30 seconds for you guys, you know, obviously you know what a commercial is. Uh, but like, I never want to rehearse before. But I always now I'm starting to get more people that are like we gotta we gotta rehearse especially in these callbacks and I'm like yeah oh they like God. to do yeah everybody oh. likes to rehearse with you just to establish some kind of rapport but it's not even like let's get the lines it's like oh let's stage out how we're gonna do this in the audition and I'm uh, like uh uh-uh. yeah I mean there's always those different <laughs> approaches uh, it, it's so weird uh, for for people who are listening who don't really like go on auditions it, it's Auditioning is one of the weirdest things. You're going into a room where they tell you about sometimes only a couple minutes before what you're going to be saying. So you have like only a couple minutes to look at um, the script that they have given you. And maybe it's only one line, whatever. But then you go into a room full of strangers and <laughs> then, you know, you're recorded. And sometimes they ask you to do it differently. But it's the worst whenever they don't. Whenever there's like, <laughs> all right, thanks. Because you're like, oh, did I do it good or bad? That's I don't all know. <laughs> Now I'm just going to be thinking about this for the next 24 or 48 hours. Yeah. Ugh. Did you watch any of the Golden Globes or anything? I didn't. Uh, my girlfriend Maya did, though, and uh, she said that uh, uh, Andy Samberg won for Best Comedic Actor for uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so I was really happy about that. Cause oh, I, nice. Because I'm, I'm a Samberg fan, and... Uh, and uh, I actually like that show, Brooklyn. Dude, I saw your tweet, and I don't, and I kind of don't understand it either. I don't know why everyone loves Jennifer Lawrence. Like, what is it? Would she stand for something? All the women. Dude, I don't know. Like, she, dude, if she's not careful though, like she's gonna get too big too fast. 
like they're praising her so much. I was talking to my girlfriend about this, and she's like, "It was cool that she won a Golden Globe, but you know, like they need to slow down a little bit. Like they're giving her like a lot of attention in these like short amount of time." But why does everyone like her? She's a good actor, or she's what? She's a good actor. And she's very real in her interviews. She's like she's like not afraid to look like really dumb or like say stupid stuff like in interviews and she's just like yeah i said that whatever (laughs) it's kind of like very like unconventional yeah very like unconventionally famous like whenever she does interviews and stuff she's like yeah i could really go for a burger at you know what i mean just like really just a real she's very real in everything she does i think that's why so many people are drawn to her because she's pretty and She's in Hunger Games too. Yeah, I gotta watch that. Oh yeah, you gotta see Hunger Games. She's a hottie. Uh, did you have anything for to promote this week? Uh, yes, I do actually. Um, let's see here. Uh, later this week, um, I've got. Um, sorry, I'm opening up my calendar real quick. Uh, I'll be at a show in Venice uh, tomorrow night. If you're in that area, uh, Josh Filipowski's running a show in Venice. Uh, uh, which is Tuesday, January 14th, which is when this episode comes out. Um, I'm shooting another BuzzFeed video uh, on Wednesday, so I'll let you have know. Have any of these been released yet? Out. No, I haven't, uh, haven't been released yet. I'll let you guys know whenever uh, these different stuff are coming out. Uh, hopefully I'll be... Um, I think I'm doing Thunder Pussy on Friday uh, with Death Squad at the Ice House, but I have to confirm with that. And then um, on Sunday night at 9 p.m., I'm hosting an amazing show with uh, Jason Tebow, um, uh, Al Madrigal and, uh, from like The Daily Show and all that stuff, and Duncan Trussell uh, at the Ice House in the main room at 9 o'clock. I'm hosting that show, so come check that out. Uh, it's each it's three comedians doing 30-minute sets, so you'll get to see those guys doing longer sets, and I'll do like 10 or 15 minutes at the top, and uh, it'll be really cool. So uh, come check that out, and I'm always at the Comedy Store like hanging out on uh, Sundays and Mondays. Nice. Uh, my shows, I'm going to be in Vegas this week. I'm not doing shows. I'm just going to be in Vegas. But uh, I actually think I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm working on picking up a show. I'm in talk, so I'll uh, just check me out on Twitter, guys, because uh, 50-50 is going to happen. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome, dude. Well, uh, that's Justin Alexio. That- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I like throwing curveballs every once in a while. That's Jeremiah Watkins. You've listened to The Building Years, and please uh, uh, leave us some comments. Uh, like well, like with we did with Matthew's um, uh, suggestion for the email uh, that he sent us. We'll always talk about it. Email us at thebuildingyears at gmail.com. Thebuildingyears at gmail.com. Or uh, leave us a comment below on SoundCloud or uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or uh, or follow us on SoundCloud, all that stuff. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Check out JeremiahWatkins.tv, a bunch of uh, sketch videos and all that stuff there. And uh, that's about it. Justin? Today's the three-week anniversary of me, <laughs> which this wasn't true, uh, of me pissing in my dream and then it happened in my bed.